Hello and welcome to my second episode today of the Coffee and Books and Movies podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a movie, which is DC's uh, The Flash, which has recently come into theaters. I don't know how much longer it is going to be in theaters. I hope it is successful. I'm going to tell you about it. I saw it over the weekend and I enjoyed it. And we're going to talk about everything in the DC universe today. But first and foremost, hey, if you're new here, I like to watch different movies and television shows and talk about them. Currently watching House of Dragons, and I know I'm a little bit behind on that, but I'm going to talk about that soon. I have new books I'm reading that are horror books. I'm reading a book by Dean Koontz right now, uh, so that's awesome. That book's called Odd Thomas, uh, which is weird and yet interesting at the same time. But uh, today's focus is going to be The Flash, uh, DC's The Flash. So why do I keep saying DC's The Flash? Because The Flash is a very, very big already franchise. Uh, So we have to kind of start with the DC universe is big and has been growing to compete against the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which all of us already kind of are familiar with, as I've talked about before. Uh, But DC... And yes, DC is very big still, uh, has lots of power, has many DC superheroes such as Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, uh, you know, the Justice League, you know, which plays very prominently in this movie as well. Uh, But what you need to know about this movie is a couple of things going in. One, uh, the main actor is Ezra Miller, who was recently basically arrested for um, you know, a large amount of assaults and other problematic behavior that he had. Many people thought the Flash would underperform because of his behavior. Um, I think it's going to underperform because this summer is filled with a tons of really good movies. Uh, like I said, you already have the Spider-Man movie that's out right now. Um, you also have uh, Indiana Jones coming out, Wes Anderson's movie, Asteroid City coming out, uh, Jennifer Lawrence has a new movie coming out. There's a lot of movies coming out over the summer. You know, Transformers, there's pretty hefty competition. So DC is the Flash. Uh, is I keep saying that because there are television shows that are called The Flash that are not related to this. And DC's The Flash is pretty awesome uh, because it has a pretty good cast. Uh, Michael Keaton most famously returns as Batman from the 1989 Batman universe. Also, you have Ben Affleck, who returns from his role previously from Batman versus Superman. Uh, you have, of course, other heroes like Wonder Woman make appearances. So you have Gal Gadot return as Wonder Woman. Um, you have other characters that make appearances as well. Uh, so... This is going to include spoilers, um, and I'm going to talk about all that, but uh, we just need to know a couple of things going in. One, uh, I'm not an expert on the DC animated, and I'm not an expert on DC's cinematic universe. And I can tell you for a fact that I'm trying to catch up on a lot of it, but a lot of it is available right now on HBO or Max, their new application, um, and if you want to watch that, that's probably the best way to catch up to everything, you know, and get to know all the heroes. But basically, in this storyline, we have The Flash, who discovers through a freak accident while saving uh, basically a hospital uh, that has a bunch of babies that are falling out. He, after he saves them, he realizes he has the ability through his super speed to go back in time. Uh, Flash, of course, wants to go back and save his mom from dying, which was a big influence on his life. Um, you know, with his mom dying, his dad was arrested for the murder 
of his mom, and you know, there's a lot that happened because of that that made him the person who he is. Uh, he basically asks Batman for advice and says, you know, should I do this? And Batman is clearly the rational one who says, don't do it because you don't know the consequences of what's going to happen. And that's basically the whole movie. Uh, you know, Flash doesn't listen. He goes back in time to try to save his mom. He succeeds. He meets himself um, and at 18 years of age. Uh, he has to realize, or he realizes very quickly that the events that led to him having superpowers will no longer happen because he's messed with the time continuum. He decides that he's going to give himself that ability. He takes himself to the laboratory where it happens. Um, but by doing so, the current Flash loses his powers while giving his 18-year-old self the new powers. Um, and then he realizes very quickly that when he did all this, uh, there are no other superheroes that can be found um, in the whole universe. All of a sudden, he is the only superhero. Um, and then, of course, at that time, which takes place in the Man of Steel movie with Henry uh, Canville, we most famously meet General Zod, who has come to planet Earth to basically destroy it on his quest for finding Superman. So there's no one there to stop General Zod, um, you know, uh, the Flash basically reaches out and tries to find anyone who can help, and it manages to meet, um, like I said, Michael Keaton, who is the old, retired Batman, you know, from the 80s, and it's a whole ordeal, and seeing the whole 80s and 90s Batman return was pretty wonderful and exciting and my favorite part of the movie. Um, he also manages to find Supergirl, who is basically a cousin that was sent to Earth, um, and basically she lands in the Soviet Empire, you know, the USSR, and, you know, is taken as a prisoner, uh, basically learns to not trust humans, and basically thinks that everyone is out to get her. There's a whole heartwarming thing where basically the Flash, you know, tells her not all people are that way, um, and then she realizes very quickly she's the only person probably who stands in General Zod's way from destroying Earth, um, we have this massive fight scene where basically Batman and Supergirl are killed and the Flash realizes he has to keep going back in time to try to stop it. But no matter what he does, no matter where he goes, what he does to change the, the future and to change the past, it is not happening. And he's making things worse and worse and worse to the point of time is breaking down. And then it turns out in the start of the movie, there's a point where he is basically kicked out from the past. And it was himself kicking himself out uh, to create the whole series of events that led to this movie. Um, anyway, uh, Flash does find a way to save the day. Um, he realizes that he cannot save his mom and that he has to return things basically to back the way they were. Um, you know, he makes one minor change at the end, which does save his father's life from basically being convicted of a murderer. But in doing so, at the end of the movie, he finds out that Batman is really George Clooney, who is the late 90s Batman that we all know and love, which is kind of a joke. Um, anyway, so The Flash basically succeeds in this movie. Um, the movie was awesome. I think Ezra Miller did a good job, but, you know, not so good person, but, you know, very good acting ability. And like I said, the special effects were pretty incredible, and I love the cameos, and it just, it just, this movie intrigued me watching the trailer five billion times. I could not get over the fact that Michael Keaton was back in this movie and that, you know, they had a plan to reintroduce him to this universe. So, um, 
would I say this movie was a deserving to be number one? That's going to be hard because, you know, there's going to be a lot of other movies out there right now. But, um, you know, I think it's just underperforming compared to what they thought it would be. Um, having said that, I definitely want to see if they do another one. I hope they do, but I think DC is going to probably opt for a reboot soon, uh, because they've been having the same universe for a while, uh, since 2013, whereas, you know, Marvel's kind of already reset some of their pieces. I think DC is next. Uh, we'll see what happens. I hope there's more crossovers in the future, um, like I said, this was a good movie to me, but not everyone agreed. Um, some people felt like the third act of this movie was kind of weak, but uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, and, you know, I think that there are things that happen in the movie that I think kind of explain his history, but really this, to me, was only a minor, uh, you know, thing that kind of explained Flash's backstory, and I'd like to see more of his backstory explained. And I also really liked the cameos by other people. Um, at one point, you had Nicolas Cage, who was supposed to be Superman in the early 2000s, make a cameo appearance as well. So again, I love all the cameos and everything. That's probably what made me like this movie so much. So I'm going to give it a four out of five. Um, it's not for everyone. I like it. It's an action movie. You get what you pay for. Uh, at the end of the day, it's just a movie. It's just a movie that came out and the people we can't control. So if you're not going to see it because the actor is a, a huge jerk, I understand. But I, at the end of the day, this is the type of thing that gets me to go see the movies. A unique creative idea to, to draw in other people. There seems to be a lot of multiverse stuff lately in the movie theater business right now with all the different storylines. Um, I did like that, you know, there were alternate timelines and different heroes. Um, I hope we see more of that in the future. Anyway, thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope you guys had a wonderful day, and thanks for listening.